You know what the radio told me? The radio told me that Zack Ryder's gonna be on Battleground tonight. Battleground? Hey, he's, in was... the, he's in the Battle Royal, isn't he? He's in the Battle Royal, I believe. I Battle... hope he does it in the bunny costume. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. Battle Battleground, I thought it was Battlefield. Maven fan sent me here Battlefield picks. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll have to use what we got. <laughs> yeah, the first Battleground was last year, and uh, George and I were there. George is not here, but oh. George and I were there. And no. it literally was a Battleground, because you had no power. <laughs> well, see, that's we were talking about that on uh, Twitter. It was a, a small discussion between myself and Maven fan, where she pointed out that I likely watched that show in the dark. But the fact of the matter is the power didn't go out throughout the whole building. It only went out like in the WWE production area. So they didn't have a feed to the pay-per-view, but everything else was fine. Like the big screen was out, but all the lights were still on. There was like nothing else was out. So everybody at home was like sitting there with like test patterns on their screen and we're like, oh, uh, what's going on? And then I jumped on Twitter and I saw people posting pictures of their screens with the test patterns or whatever, you know, happened to be on their screens at the time because it wasn't all test patterns. But, uh, you know, and I'm showing like employees like, yeah, this is what this is what people are seeing at home. Like this, this is crazy. <laughs> What's happening? And uh, I'll take uh, I'll take raw review for four hundred dollars, Alex. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> raw didn't happen because there's no review. Yeah, what the hell is raw? Oh, it happened. And it's going to be a fun episode. It's, some, it's something ODB likes. <laughs> Say hello to my little raw review. I started writing a raw review, and then I fell. Oh, excuse this time, folks. I fell asleep during the Cesaro match, and I just never felt like watching the rest of Raw at any point throughout the rest of the week to finish writing the Raw review. So, you know, I ended up watching uh, This Week in WWE on the WWE Network yesterday because it happened to be on when I was flipping through on my Roku player. And uh, so I kind of know what happened on Raw, but I never finished watching it. I also never watched Impact. (laughs) Despite the fact that I'm... You, despite the fact up. despite the fact that I've been saying every week, oh, I can't wait to watch the New York City Impact tapings, I have not had time to watch the Impact tapings, and I also haven't watched SmackDown. It's that second job is killing you, man. Welcome <laughs> welcome to my world. Uh, the second job of being Mr. Skullface for Noah Goki and Skulls. Yeah, you're a skullicist. <laughs> <sighs> well, if you were there, I could have given you a CD. Oh. A lot of excuses from Joe. So, Joe, uh, did you watch any wrestling this week? I watched NXT. Okay, well, then, therefore, you're you're better than JT, but he's on vacation, so he has an excuse. But I, I'm the only one in the group that is being followed by Fozzie the Band. I noticed that. Bobby the Band? No, oh. Fozzie. Ah, okay. So, uh, waka, waka, waka. Same guy, whatever, I don't care. All right, moving on. So what happened on Raw, Joe? <laughs> Nothing at all important. Nothing? Yeah, I'll, t- no, I'll, okay. tell what, I'll tell you what happened on Raw. John, John I, go ahead. I, I, buried, I, buried, I buried half the roster, and then I put up a meme that said, Cena wins, LOL. <laughs> John Cena gave the World Heavyweight title belt to Ric Flair, and uh, 
that was like the only significant thing that happened through the entire program. It was shit. Yeah, there oh, was... yeah. It, it's not like there was a sting video package or anything. Well, uh, no, besides were, that, that's the obvious. There wasn't any sting package because Joe didn't watch Raw. He ruined wrestling for everyone. Yes, I did ruin <laughs> the wrestling. The game won't even be coming out now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God damn. Hey, hey, you guys, you guys think say... about the announcement about the uh, the network being canceled. <laughs> it was oh, on yes. Raw, like at the beginning of the sh- the episode. Did did you have any thoughts about that, Joe, or like how they're <laughs> just shutting everything down? And then, gee, I want I want to contra- contradict that. I didn't watch any wrestling this week. I did watch wrestling this week. This morning, right. th- this morning, this morning, the second. The second time King Kong Bunny was on Married with Children, he did a guest spot. Was on the episode was on this morning, and he wrestled Bud Bunny. So I did watch wrestling today. Ha! I, <laughs> no, it's, that's a, Did I tell you about the uh, the four touchdowns I scored? <laughs> no, I, that's actually I remember that episode. That's a pretty solid one. Yeah. It, it, married with the, uh, let's talk about Married with Children and wrestling. Uh, they was there more than two episodes that feature wrestling? Because I remember the Glow one as well. well. Well, yes, there was the glow one. They did one where they had the Bret Hart cut out. They was in her promo with the King of the Ring, the first King of the Ring. Um, King Kong Bundy was in the one of the first seasons as a, as a member, a family member of the Bundys. Um, and then this episode I watched this morning, they actually said, are you related to King Kong Bundy? He's like, no, we just have the same name. Which is actually funny because they actually did name the Bundy family after King Kong Bundy. <laughs> Really? Yeah. It's actually true. It's a fact. Hmm. It is a well, fact. Yeah, well, like I say, the first his first guest spot, he was one of the cousins to the Bundy family. So, yeah, they, they kind of contradicted themselves on this episode, but, you know. Well, how about that? So, now that wrestling is officially canceled, <laughs> what are we going to do on this show? Uh, I don't think we need to do a show anymore if there's no more wrestling. Yes, we do. We got Sheik. The Shire and Sheik is still alive. He's still tweeting. We can do Sheik tweets. I no, can't he do- was canceled, too. Um, <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, yeah, everything that has to do with wrestling is, like, dead now because I didn't do a Raw review. Yeah, everything. It's all dead. They, yeah, it's- the Sheik's PR manager quit, so no the, one's the, there to maintain the account. The, the, the word wrestling has actually been pulled from the dictionary. Um, Webster's and Oxford Merriam, they, they they had an agreement and they were like, yeah, let's just get rid of it. Uh, board wrestling fan didn't do a review this week, so guess there's no more wrestling. Oh, no, no, there was reviews. It's just you that fucked up, Joe. It's the rest <laughs> of us did our job. Um, and, and we are going to rip on you all, all episode. So. <laughs> you have fun See, with that because it doesn't bother me whatsoever. There was like... The Iron Sheik had a had a roast this week, and you know what? This week we're also going to roast Joe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Have fun with that. I don't care. <laughs> or as they, as they say in Canada, yep, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I guess a eh, uh, we we we're gonna have to replace our host. Is George here yet? Nope. He probably was. He probably watched Raw. Uh, he probably did, but he's not here yet. Ah, okay, I'll just kill time. I know he did text me like, "Dude, you have to pre-order the new video game." Like, let me guess, Sting is the fucking pre-order downloadable content. Like, we didn't fucking know that already. 
The only the only thing Raw served was, hey, look at this video package for Sting, who's going to be the downloadable character in the video game. As if you didn't know already. It was great because the fans just creamed their pants. I I do I absolutely and then as soon as they realized that Sting was not there and would not be turning up, there was just a loud chorus of boos right at the end. I, I did enjoy the fact that they actually kept the crowd audio on when they showed the video package. <laughs> just so you, for that chorus of boos. You, you got to hear them mark out when they saw Sting. It's like, oh shit, Sting! It's like, oh, WWE 2K14, 15, whatever the fuck the game is, it's coming out. <laughs> yeah, I've heard live reports that the boos and We Want Sting chants continued for quite a while. <laughs> Or according to G, the video game that's not coming out because I didn't do a raw review this week. Well, there is no such thing as video games. Video games have been cancelled too. Um, <laughs> so that console you have is actually now a paperweight, unfortunately. Oh no. Th- this just in, this just in. The internet has been cancelled. It is, it's over. It's done. Oh uh, gosh, shut it down. Oh wait, if if there's no more internet, uh, I'll see you guys. I'm gonna go hang out with my wife. <laughs> no, everything's cancelled, man. The world is over. Hey, there's a dude named Ali G in uh, Crash Dice. Nice. That's pretty sweet. He's on a he's on a bike. But that's been cancelled because that would be entertaining. <laughs> oh good. Bad. <laughs> I'm the guy with the raw review. I'm just not gonna do a review anymore. I'm just gonna <laughs> let this continue for weeks. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll I'll stop doing mine too. Hey Mark, <laughs> you might as well retire. Sweet. I just spend two extra hours playing with my cat each week. <laughs> I actually contemplated, like, not be honest. I actually did contemplate not even putting a review up this week, just out of protest. <laughs> oh, I know you did. <laughs> I saw your post. I, I was sitting there. I got home. It's like eleven thirty p.m. Getting home from work, and I'm like, and I'm supposed to write a review for the fucking go home show for SmackDown, and Joe didn't even take the time to write a goddamn raw review. So, if you've read my review, you'll probably notice there's a little bit of sarcasm going on in there. I'm sure there is. Oh, there's definitely. I'm Man, sure I, there is. I haven't been home, so I don't know. Well, your home was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I do see you did a little bit of a protest, and you didn't actually oh, well, tag it as... That's a nice way to put it. Thank you, 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 you didn't tag it as SmackDown. <laughs> very, very much so. Very much so. There was more that happened on Raw than that. I mean, they had commercial breaks and stuff. Well, yeah. I don't know. It was just the same old shit that they have every fucking week. It's like, why am I going to keep fucking writing the same goddamn thing every week? I mean, they, they continued to bury Adam Rose. I mean, you yeah. know, that, that's something. I know you're a big fan of that. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite part. Uh, oh, everyone loves that. Uh, here, I, I will read you what I have of my raw review <laughs> because there is some of it. <laughs> okay, I just never got to around to finishing it. But uh, I'll start from the beginning. A rare occurrence happened today. My daughter was over during the opening segment of Monday Night Raw. She doesn't know a whole lot about wrestling, so when my wife and I sat down and started watching Raw, she had questions. While the recap of John Cena and Roman Reigns trying to one-up each other last week aired, she she asked, which one is the good guy? I told her they were both good guys. She comes back with, then why aren't they wearing masks? Because we're not in Mexico? (laughs) Racist. (laughs) Then her mom came and got her. 
And then I had nothing to do but watch this TV show that I mainly watch now because I've been watching it for over 21 years. And here are my thoughts on it. Yes, John Cena, shill the network, because the guy who can sell the network the best is the guy who has been a proven ratings bust as WWE World Heavyweight Champion, according to reports. Dean Ambrose catches a beatdown from Kane, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, incidentally, the opponents for Cena, Reigns, and Ambrose later tonight, simply because Ambrose was too lazy to walk to the ring to cut his promo with Cena and Reigns, apparently. The Miz's face is the moneymaker, huh? Well, the Marine Homefront did make $3.4 million on a $1.5 million budget, so I guess that's a $2 million made. So sure. Also, shill the network, Miz. Shill the network. Miz actually beats Sheamus clean, and the match didn't suck that bad. Now, instead of watching this show, you're watching right now, where we have advertisers. Go on, watch the WWE Network for free until midnight. Never mind the crap we're showing you now. Summer Rae and Layla want Dolph Ziggler, who beat Fandango off of a distraction, <laughs> beat Fandango off <laughs> of a distraction by the two divas. That would be quite a distraction. That would be quite a distraction. Oh, uh, and I didn't publish this <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's Adam Rose and Damian Sandow spot for Sonic. Cheesy goodness is right. Finally, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan stop the Usos in their stupid cheesy dance. What the fuck is a detente? Apparently it's the easing of strained relations, especially in a political situation, and was used primarily during the Cold War, so since the Soviet Union is not a thing anymore, let's have one between Jack Swagger with Zeb Coulter and Rusev with Lana. All of you are stupid. America is stupid. Lana's promos have been written by second graders, apparently. I was actually quite sure, though. Oh, and also, Catherine Joy, C.J. Perry, born March 24th, 1985, is an American professional wrestling valet, professional wrestler, model, actress, dancer, and singer. She is currently signed with the professional wrestling promotion WWE under the ring name Lana, where she manages Rusev. Bitch is American! And Rusev's ass is from Bulgaria, which is nowhere near Russia. Rusev saying he's from Russia is like me saying I'm from Seattle. <laughs> and, and Ricky Steamboat was actually a dragon. Yes. <laughs> well, Joe, Buffalo did get canceled, so you yeah, must yeah. now be Seattle. RVD, ADR, IDC, FFW. Del Rio wins with a cross arm breaker. Yawn. WWE Network exclusive. CM Punk, best in the world. Uh, um, That's interesting. Three days away from his contract expiring. He's been missing in action since January. We're going to show his documentary on the network. I'm sure the speculation is running rampant at this point. Half of Stephanie McMahon's promo gets cut off on my end. Not that I give a shit. So now that Oksana's gone, Alicia Fox is teaming with Cameron in a handicap match against Nikki Bella. Again, nobody cares. Fast forward, the heels win. If you pre-order WWE 2K15, you get Sting! As if we didn't know that already. These Stardust Gold Dust promos get weirder every week. Hey, wait a minute. Where the fuck is Paul Heyman? They say he's been fired or that he quit. That can't be true. He's the one behind the one in 21 in one. I'm sure it's a storyline thing. Plan B and such. So Cesaro's facing the guys that Rusev destroyed when he first debuted. First Kofi the last couple of weeks and now Big E. Except Cesaro lost to Kofi both times for some strange reason. And now he jobs to Big E. Boo. And then I fell asleep. And that's the end of the Raw review. <laughs> Should have posted at least that. Yeah. Probably. Oh. Yeah, you worked so up. hard on it. Yeah, he told yeah. me he worked hard on it. All, all that effort, man. All that effort. The positivity. It was it was amazing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So what yeah. did you miss? What did you miss? I missed Ric Flair. 
Yes, you did. Okay, I know I missed Ric Flair. I missed, uh, let's see, what else? I missed Paul Heyman talking to Triple H. Wh- wh- which essentially planted the obvious seeds. Well, of course. Yes. And uh, let's see, I missed um, the three-on-two handicap match and Seth Rollins, quote, tweaking his knee. And, uh, yeah, not much else. <laughs> so... You basically missed three of the most potentially important parts of the storylines going forward. Well done, sir. Well, to be fair, okay. No, no, no. I'm I'm being sarcastic, but no. No, Okay. Question one. Question one. Is the title officially one title now? Is the other one retired? That's the speculation behind the Ric Flair segment, which is, I mean, again, in all seriousness, folks, we don't know. But hey, we, this is what we do on the show. We talk about wrestling, and uh, let's talk about this. Do you think that was a good send-off for the title, or was that just a little too much? I know you didn't see it, Joe. I did see it. you probably saw the re- recap, right? I, I watched uh, this week in WWE, so anything that I actually missed on Raw or SmackDown, I actually got to see. All right. So, A great question is also, is Ric Flair now a 17-time world champion? No. Damn. No, but it is. It was, you know, it, it would be a nice send off if that is indeed the send off for the uh, for the world heavyweight title. Was it fitting though? Like just to it would be nice if it was more microphone and if it just was say, more official because I did not catch Cena saying keep it. Well, well, I we guess oh, nobody caught that, Mark. That's what we're discussing. Is like, does that yeah. count? In your mind, Mark, does that count? No. Well, you that's, g- that's shit. You you guys watched the rest of the show. Did Cena come out with the belt? He came out with two belts. Yeah. Ran to the ring well, that with was one. only coming out. Oh, okay. That was when he came out for the match. The match came oh, okay. straight after the flare segment. Oh, okay. All right. So I suppose we'll get around to tonight. If I, I was going to say, we're certainly going to find out tonight then. If he comes out with one belt, then we know the answer. But if, if that was it, then that, that's shit. That's yeah. that's terrible. Yeah, I'm that's... kind of the same thought. If if you know they've they they've retired many belts and they've unified many belts and they always have segments and that really wasn't a segment. I um, suppose it's better than throwing in the trash, or what TNA did with the TV title, because that just a title now? No, it's official. <laughs> I know. Abyss just walked off with it and it was never seen again. <laughs> yeah, that's there. There, there's much to be found out about that tonight. I just felt that that was, you know, something we should discuss. I mean, I've seen a lot of people ranting and raving. A year from now, we'll see Midian come back with uh, with the TNA TV title. Like, hey, Abyss, I found this in your bag. Can I have it? <laughs> that's all he'll be wearing. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and actually, Jer- Jericho's little rant. The other the other day was pretty good. He talked about Midian, but uh, okay, all right. That that was one of, one of the the three things. The knee tweak was continued continued and sold on SmackDown. Right, that might be a factor on the pay per view tonight. How pissed off will you be if we don't get Ambrose and Rollins in a pay per pay per view match if they try to like fuck us over? Because that well, probably would be the best match on the card. 
I wouldn't be that pissed off if it's a legit injury. I've heard people saying it's totally legit, but at the same but time, I have no clue. It was a storyline injury. He came out yeah, on he came out on SmackDown. He came out on SmackDown and he gave the little promo of "I tweaked my knee on Raw, so you're not getting your match tonight." And then he comes out running the ring, no problem, not limping. The announcers even pointed out when Ambrose is wrestling Kane. Mm-hmm. Then, then the match is going to be on. So we're going to have the match. That's not we're we're not going to get screwed out of that match. Well, there's again, like you said, it's a storyline thing. They could do be all authority, and you know, we're, well, yeah, it's, you're, it's you're, a you're right. That everyone's already paid for, so <laughs> they're not making any money off of it tonight. They they could they could fuck us over. Have Triple H come out and like gay it up. I mean, game it up. <laughs> um, intentional Freudian slip. It's it's game spelt with a Y. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I I'm looking forward to that match a lot. That's why I was, I was thinking it, you it know, will be the best. They're, match. They're, they probably would take it away from us because they like to kill everything that we enjoy. Um, or so it seems lately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A streak of shitting all over battleground. Uh, last year's battleground was so epic. It was truly oh. fun for the ages. I was watching it the other day because it happened to be on the WWE Network. <laughs> like you torture yourself, and you don't even finish Raw. <laughs> well, this is the reason: is I actually uh, I, I bought one of those Roku players because I hear that those are like the best things to watch the WWE events on, like the the live WWE Network stuff. And so I was like sitting at home, I'm playing around with this thing, getting it programmed, and everything. It's just like, oh look, Battlegrounds on. Let me watch this. And it was uh, the match that happened to be on was the Rhodes. Uh, against the uh, against the shield, which was the best match on that card. Oh, yeah. It's the only match people really care no, that about. That was the uh, only match worth hand, watching. Hands down, the best match on that card. Exactly, because you know, then they then they had the non finish for the world uh, for the WWE title later on in the night. So yeah, that was the only match worth watching. But it happened to be on. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. And um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what my point of that story was, but yeah. <laughs> I think I probably see. you were mourning um, what has happened to the Rhodes Bros. Remember, remember that first week when we thought Stardust was kind of cool. <laughs> that week's I over, still dude. I think he's kind of cool, but so do I. These promos that they're weird and they're weird and they're not exactly necessary. They're not going anywhere with this right now it's either on hold or they just they they realize that they've they've you know put themselves in a corner and nobody puts baby in a corner stardust is essentially the willow of wwe <laughs> there there's like there's one obvious way to go about it if you guys want to talk about this one a little bit yeah sure. I, I wouldn't mind talking a little bit about the sure. Stardust thing because i i i, I I we we know these guys can put on good matches. Like we, they've already established this. This is evidence is what you just talked about, Joe. That was the best match on that pay per view. And that was one of many great matches in that period of time. Isn't this best served to set up the swerve in the turn? You know where 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 it's like. Cody some, somehow goes heel on Goldust, either like, oh, I'm mocking you or making fun of your gimmick or I'm better at this than even you are or whatever. It doesn't even matter as much as the fact that we've been looking down the path to a, a, some kind of brother versus brother match for like two years now. Uh, Goldust has said many times he wanted to do this. 
and for whatever reason they haven't you know pulled the trigger the guy is in like almost the best shape of his life his brother is at his prime I like is am I am I wrong to think that they have the ball and they've dropped it on top of like 40 other balls that they've dropped with this whole program <laughs> do we have a ball pick going on folks can I jump in as a Chuck E. Cheese you may be I, right I think they can do a respect angle with those two though I don't think you need to turn one of them but they can hardly do a respect angle with the thing they currently have going it'll probably end up in a heel turn eventually well, someone's going to be perceived as the heel regardless of how, you know, evil, quote-unquote, they turn them, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, is, is in, that, in that regard of regard, whether or not is it going to happen, do, do you guys still want to see that match? Because I do. I don't know about you. If you don't, yeah. that's fine. That's, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I still want to see that. I think eventually we'll get it. It's just how long are they going to do this Stardust thing? Yeah, and I, and and I like the Stardust character. I don't, you know, I know you're tired of it, but I I enjoy it every week. It's like, okay, this is, you know, this is weird, but it's weird for the sake of being weird. But it's just not going anywhere. Is what I don't like. It's not that I don't like the character. It's that the backstage vignettes they've been doing have not done anything different or really been utilized in any effective advancement of a story in like three weeks. Yeah, it's just been the same thing. It's just been like, okay, I'm, I, I have gold stars and I blow them in your face, and I, I talk gibberish that. It's, <laughs> I told. Is it, almost crazy as is it is to say this. The shows are full. They don't have the time to put them in matches or anything, so they just put them in these weird segments to remind us that they still exist. Do you, I mean, it's weird because you could go back and watch all these 1993 and 1994, 1995 Monday Night Raws, and JT will will speak speak for this as well. You could watch these 94, 95 Raws that were an hour long, and they had time to advance every story they had. Mm -hmm. Because we've been watching them, we know. And now you get three hours, and it's like, well, okay, so now we have to spend this much time plugging the network. We have to spend this much time, you know, plugging Total Divas. We have to spend this much time uh, having... Who the fuck is it? Florida? Come on and do a song? Florida. Yeah. I believe it's pronounced. Uh, Whatever. It's it's like... I thought it was pronounced crap. Yeah. My bad. I I just hope (laughs) I hope he reignites his feud with Heath Slater. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he's going to be involved in a number of skits and performing a song on Monday. So make sure you schedule your DVRs, folks, because you need to fast forward. <laughs> well, get the news. Get the news ready, G, for how many how many um cuts WWS how many future endeavors WWE makes next week to pay for this guy. Oh, they've already made it with Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. There's a meme floating around. We're out. losing money. Um, our company is is almost pretty much uh, worth a third of what it was a year ago. Hey, let's pay this asshole. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was cut. He lost his job. Let's, hey, let's go pay Florida. Come on in here, bat salts. <laughs> I haven't forgotten. Excuse me, I have to go eat some guy's face now. <laughs> no, but I, you know, you're, you're it's, it's, like absolutely true it's a joke you know what i mean like hey let's get this guy on this show let's get this guy on our show because 
rap artists equal ratings apparently because everybody on this show loves rap well, music, right? We we all we're all big fans of of Florida, the the rapper, well, right? Cena's a rapper and he's their champion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Fuck. We're <laughs> uh, gonna have to try to find something positive to talk about. Well, I, I mean, I, we're I, not I, done the negative. I know Jay. Okay, so I know JT's. I know JT is gonna tune in tomorrow night specifically just to watch Flo Rida because that's because <laughs> JT, yeah. JT loves rap music so much he's gotta tune in to Monday Night Raw. He'll break. Hey, he'll break his streak. Up. I'm going to see Bell Biv DeVoe in a few weeks, so shut that up. That Bell Biv DeVoe doesn't count. To go back to the road trip. No, they're hip-hop smoothed out on the R&B tip with a pop feel appeal to it. Bam! Oh, but but they don't count because they're they're like classic. They're like, you know, we were kids when they came out. You know what I mean? So they don't count. They're like ECW. That rap is literally crap. Like I've I've seen Run DMC, man. Like that's you know that doesn't count. Yes, they're rap they're a rap artist, but they it doesn't count because they're like from back in the day when rap was actually good. Does that mean I saw MC Hammer in concert? Did so you? Have an eye. I saw him when he was like at his peak. Did you as well? No, I saw him in two thousand nine. He came to Calgary with his parachute pants, and I got free tickets, and it was awesome because I was like 12. <laughs> and I don't feel bad saying that in the slightest. It was awesome. Yeah, I, oh, we saw him in 2009, um, and everybody was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to wear the, the parachute pants. I'm like, he's not wearing the parachute pants. No. <laughs> so I, I think I saw him when he was still on drugs and stuff <laughs> before he became like a preacher or whatever. When he MC stuck on my crack. I think he cleaned up, his, cleaned up his life and he stopped touching kids. <laughs> oh, no, he had kids on stage with him. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The kid touching still continuing. You, you make a joke about him touching kids when you went to his concert when you were 12. <laughs> I wanted to be touched. <laughs> to be touched by an angel. I'll be the first guy to make fun of myself, yo. <laughs> Word. Well, he was, and he did during your, I think it was during You Can't Touch This. He did invite, invite a bunch of kids on to on stage, too, so. Perfect. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it's supposed to happen. Oh, Jimmy Savile hid in plain sight. <laughs> That's right. It's the best place to hide something. Uh, uh, absolutely um, go back to the road thing for just a second, though. You, hey, you could argue they are teasing... Know. A heel turn by having Cody spit the stars in Goldust's face. Shit. You know, Dean Ambrose spent three years creating a suit of armor out of chocolates. Hmm. I can believe that. Yeah. Well, he, he actually whittled his first pair of wrestling boots out of a rotten papaya, but he subsequently ate the second pair of his wrestling boots were actually wooden clogs. <laughs> You laugh, but Dean Ambrose strongly, sometimes violently, believes that horses are grown-up versions of dogs. <laughs> it's a fact, yo. All right. It's a Dean Ambrose fact. <laughs> All right. DeanAmbroseFacts.tumblr.com. You should check it out. <laughs> I'm so checking. <laughs> I'm deadly serious. Dean Ambrose calls gasoline car soup, 
and maintains that it replenishes nutrients lost during physical activity far better than Gatorade. <laughs> I know I hate support Mountain Dew. It's a thing. It's the thing I discovered on the internet. Uh, I was going to bring it up last week, but it says Dean Ambrose Facts dot Tumblr dot com. It all it totally exists. Dean Ambrose hyphen Facts dot Tumblr dot. You didn't mention the hyphens. Dean's favorite activity was sewing pants for the action yeah, figures made out of celery and mud. Dean Ambrose's signature is the entirety of the poem Epic Poem Gilgamesh. It's a new site. They but this this person's been pretty active and making sure you know they've been. It's just good. You have to check this out. <laughs> Dean Ambrose's breakfast of choice is mayonnaise fried into a pancake and two pounds of frog garden hose. Well, Dean, Dean keeps a jug of frogs for emergency purposes. Should he need a lot of cash fast, he believes they are what people mean when they refer to greenbacks. Jesus. <laughs> Never know, man. You might be in a bind financially, yo. <laughs> 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 this lean figure to a diet of tuxedos, sleeping on jagged rocks and nine terrors. All right, so so we've talked about WWE. What I missed Impact, despite the fact I wanted to watch it, I just haven't had time. So tell tell me about Impact. E C Dub, E C Dub. You mean two C Dub, two C Dub. R O H C M Punk. Chris Ben, well, I didn't see that one. What did they What did they chant at Dixie originally? Because she said they've got no class, and then she said, "Yeah, you guys definitely have no class." I'm sure it was something derogatory. I think wasn't it Hermaphrodite? <laughs> Wait a bit. <laughs> I don't know, man. There was a lot of there was a lot of that seemed like to be audio editing on that show. Like they couldn't hide all the chants. Um, it was actually a good show, though. I I, I uh, actually enjoyed Impact this week, but they seem to have done some some audio wash. Yeah, I watched it live and didn't regret it. It was a pretty good show. They had a battle royal. No, it was the wait. Well, they had a royal it's, rumble. It's a royal rumble. I always forget what a gauntlet match is. Well, they it's because the, they got the copyright or. Whatever it is, the the terminology is is owned by the WWE, so they have to call it something that isn't what it really is. So it confuses everyone. So it's cool, man. It's cool. They should just like call it like a regal rampage or something. <laughs> that would have worked. Then it, probably was, it was actually regal. good though. They, they, it's funny because they didn't have um, like a countdown clock, so so they had to like <laughs> Christy had to do the counting yeah. now. I didn't mind that though because there's there again. It, it, I mean, yeah, you could you could make fun of it, but at the same time, it actually made I it feel a little different. Good. And it, it, that's uh, the the environment itself, like the fact that we were in the Manhattan ballroom, was awesome. It looked good. It it, it was like almost like a nostalgia of like those old rides you were talking about, Joe, that were one hour long. There was people all over the place that apparently they didn't sell out, but it looked pretty packed. The next couple of shows uh, did sell out, so it's gonna all keep them more lively and yeah, vivacious. Yeah. And that's great, man. And I just used the word vivacious, so that's even better. 
And man, it's, I didn't mind all the all the ECW. Actually, it, I was, it was mostly it was just at the start and contained that one angle with Bully Ray. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's like the E mentioning Punk when they went to Chicago. Just give the fans what they want to calm them down and stop them from shitting all over everything. And it's kind of necessary because they're they're going up in, into this environment that the crowd is going to be very the potential for them to just shit all over the show before they even get a chance to do anything it was was extremely high and yeah. so like you said mark they gave them what they wanted i i, I think that was a smart move it, they had taz do a, a little heartfelt introduction more or less at the beginning of the show um after angle did his little intro and uh the crowd ate it up and they got excited and that made it a hot crowd and even more <laughs> so than it was and like, man, they were hot. Like, I was jerking off the whole time was looking at the crowd. So awesome. I, I did catch one guy in a full suit, which was kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who else was actually really good at working the crowd? I, I have to give a serious, like, not sarcastic at all here. EC3. I they, love that guy. So good on this show. They, they they started chanting that you can't wrestle at him and he would like like literally he held the mic out to them as they said it and put it back to his face in time between the breaks and the gaps of them saying you can't wrestle and it's like no I disagree and, and, and I disagree I'm very good it's, it's fucking brilliant man it's it's especially funny because he can wrestle and he is very good yeah like we're really seeing how much the WWE missed the boat on this guy even like that episode, if more so than any other time we've seen him, and he's been great. But I think he he was the star of the show for that audience because he was the one who was able to, I think, feed off of them the most effectively in a very original way that really, really worked into his character. And I, I again, like all seriousness, I massive props to EC3. Um, Why was he even let go? Yeah, all the people we've had on our show right now, I, I'm I'm the most proud that we we can say that we had him on between runs because I think that guy is fucking awesome, and I know you agree, but I'm just just saying, Mark, that was just yeah. I I, re- <laughs> I did rewind that and watch it at a second time immediately after because it was just it was that good. You know, I was watching a match one time, and these guys are like, you know, throwing punches and kicks and shit, and the fans, you know. Yeah, okay, whatever. And then then as soon as somebody locks in a headlock or like some other actual wrestling move, the fans start going, "You can't wrestle." I think it was at WrestleMania actually. <laughs> I think I remember that. It was Fandango and Chris Jericho. They're they're like throwing punches and then Fandango like locks in a headlock. And like, you can't <laughs> wrestle. And it's like well, he he has a bit of fucking headlock. <laughs> He's using a wrestling move. I can't fucking wrestle. What the fuck? This made it even better the fact that the matches hadn't even started yet when he did this. Yeah. This is our ringside. Oh, man. <laughs> but I hear you, man. Yeah, I do want to get around to watching that, and maybe after the show I might, uh, because yeah. I'll have a few hours before the pay-per-view. But uh, I, I would recommend watching the opening. Like, yeah. watch that segment in the Taz speech as well you you, you will definitely as a, an old school wrestling fan enjoy oh, I'm both. sure I will 
Yeah, I, I think yeah. you will, man. You'll, 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 you know, you'll be like, yeah, you know, I might have fucked up and not did the raw review, but at least I got to see that. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with the whole episode? Leg. Luke, I am your raw review. <laughs> Sometimes it was like MVP was legit injured, and then other times it was like he was just selling and faking. So I've got no clue what's going off with his leg. Oh, fuck that Austin Aries and Eddie Edwards <coughs> match uh, in the beginning of the gauntlet was great. And the way the way it, it ended up with uh, Sonata. And they're doing this this thing with like James Storm or James Storm is telling like Sonata backstage before the match. He's got to go in there um, and, and not, you know, not lose, not be <laughs> like a fraud like the great Muda. And then post match after Sonata loses, James Storm's like flipping out on him. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, James Storm had to like cut a promo for two guys because Sonata can't speak English, and he did it. He did it smashingly. It was great. And we got Muda coming up, I think, next week. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. Guys, because he was cutting promos from Muda as well. <laughs> probably, man. But Storm, Storm can definitely handle it. I think that's a good way to utilize a guy who can't speak English. Like, I, I, I thought that was great as well. You know, I don't think someone really. I don't know if I. Should, I don't think someone really needs to speak English to be able to cut a promo in English, though. They just have to remember a certain set of words. I mean, I, I can't say shit in any foreign language, but I can certainly remember certain words to say. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting watching uh, Raw, and uh, then I, I started watching an older Raw. And That's I, why it didn't happen. Well, no, a couple, of, a couple of days later, I was watching an older Raw, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm sitting here watching Raw and, and bashing, you know, uh, Lana and Rusev because she's American and he's from Bulgaria, which is nowhere near Russia. Well, they've acknowledged that. They've said he's originally from Bulgaria, but he loves Russia okay. so much he wants to be from there. Okay. Well, a- anyway, and then then I'm watching this Monday Night Raw, and the first match is Jim is uh, is is Yokozuna versus Randy Savage. And I'm like, I'm sitting here bashing Lana and Rusev, but Mr. Fuji and Yokozuna are both from America like like Yokozuna's from Samoa and <laughs> Mr. Fuji's from Hawaii oh I thought Yokozuna was from Hawaii no? the other way <laughs> no he's Samoan he's related yeah. to like the rock and all them well all the Samoans are related well yeah of course but... it, it sounds a little bad but they are they are not not literally all Samoans just the ones in wrestling <laughs> I'm glad I was looking at my screen. I kicked a cord out on my uh, computer that I run the show from. <laughs> we would have been, like, off the air in about 20 minutes. Unplugged my... Uh, accidentally unplugged my laptop. <laughs> Oops! Raw Review Part 2. Yeah! <laughs> First didn't do the Raw Review, now he's not doing the podcast. <laughs> uh, no more drinking for you, Joe. <laughs> I wasn't drinking on Monday. No, but you drank last night. This is what happens. I accidentally kicked a cord out. It happens all the time on this show, <laughs> whether I'm drinking or not. <laughs> I actually felt fine this morning. My wife woke up hungover, but I was fine. Well, you know what that means. <laughs> Tequila shots. <laughs> no. Bottoms up. <laughs> One shot. Mas tequila. Uh, I made it myself. 
<laughs> it's all natural. <laughs> Just like Bush Reed. See, George usually doesn't show up if he had a show the night before. And I think he had one last night, but he didn't mention it when I just talked to him a few minutes ago. Um, but I actually performed at a show last night, and I'm here. <laughs> well, it's because you're at home. That's true. I, I just have to roll out of bed and come over here. I was like, I thought I was going to be late, though, because like, we got up, and we're kind of like, let's go get breakfast. Let's figure out when the bus is, and let's go get breakfast. So then we go, and... We're like, it's time to leave to go get, you know, to go catch the bus to go to Denny's and get breakfast. And we're like, wait a minute, we don't have bus fare. Right? So we start walking up. The, so we leave a little, a couple of minutes later. We start walking up the street. And we see the bus go by. And then it dawns on me that we took a cab home last night. And the guy gave me five bucks in singles for change. So we could have gotten on the bus. That's my interesting story for the morning. <laughs> that was the best part of Impact. It was the best part of Impact. Me taking a cab home. That's probably how most well, of the people got home. His wallet. It did impact my wallet because my wife was like, "Oh, we gotta stop at an ATM. I'll get money out." And then like she couldn't find her her credit card, so she's like looking for a card. And I'm like, "Fuck it, I got it. I got the money out." And then I realized that her credit card was in my pocket. <laughs> It's not an ATM. <laughs> it was in my pocket because I went to the ATM earlier for her. And I gave her the money. I thought I gave her the card back, but I didn't. So, yeah. So, <laughs> that makes me want to put Dixie Carter through a table. Doesn't it? It's all her fault. She owns the company, damn it. It's all her fault. She owns the company and she's a crack whore. She's a crack whore. Don't tell me we didn't get that chant. That might have been it. <laughs> I don't know. It was hard to tell. I couldn't make out any individual chants other than the ones weren't tampered with. The ECW faithful will certainly chant, she's a crack whore at any fucking woman in the ring. You know, I didn't even catch the ROH chant. <laughs> it happened during uh, Edwards and Aries at the beginning of the uh, yeah, cause Royal Rumble. ROH. Yeah, man, look, I hear you. And it's funny to me, too. I mean, it's strange. It's strange to me, too. But we're talking about practice, man. We're not even talking about the game, the actual game when it matters. We're talking about Raw Review. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Am I high? You might be. <laughs> Classic Iverson. <laughs> Practice, man. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this raw review. <laughs> hey, try not to suck any raw reviews on the way to the parking lot. 37! <laughs> incidentally... I totally prepared, dude. <laughs> incidentally, one of the... Uh, incidentally, the age of one of, our ca one of our cast members here. It's true. It's damn true. There's three eyes, but there's no eye in Raw Review. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. <laughs> Not in Canada, bitch. And there's no eye in bitch either. We use Y's. Why? You know Raw what? There's review. no U in color, so fuck you. <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. Hey, fuck I just you, need buddy. to put a suit of armor on here made out of chiclets, bitches. 
Well, R-E-V-U-E is a word, so technically there's no I in raw review. <laughs> I guess. It's not that kind of review, though. <laughs> yeah, but there's no country called America. It's continent. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, but Canada's in America. Yes, it North is. North America, yo. North America. You, you, you Canadians, you guys think you Americans, but you really not Americans, because we here in the States is real Americans. What are the States? Is that, is, is that J.T. Coulter? Well, 54 flags on Moose on Swagger's. <laughs> 54 stars on Swagger's flag. <laughs> Someone funny actually if, like, bothered to count them. It'd be funny if people from like France started saying they're from, they're like Europe. Wouldn't that be awesome? Geography. Every Sunday, two p.m. Eastern. <laughs> so then we got uh, Jeff Hardy versus Lashley for the World Heavyweight Championships. Pretty good match. Jeff Hardy decided to kill himself a few times, taking a swanton and ultimately on the uh, top of the steel steps. Yeah, he he literally swantoned the steps. <laughs> And so a lot of people, okay, this is actually a legit topic. A lot of people are really critical about him taking the bump, and I know it's really dangerous and stupid. I get that. And they're saying, well, why didn't you do it on a pay-per-view? And I mean, the way I looked at it was like, well, okay, ROH gets more (laughs) buys than TNA pay-per-views. They had 10,000 buys for their first pay-per-view. That's got to be more than anything they've had in years. Secondly, if these shows don't do well, TNA might be off television, possibly. Like, they have to go all out. This is probably the most important show or series of tapings that Jeff Hardy's going to be on in TNA for the next little while. Am I wrong to think that? What do you think, Mark? Because I, I don't feel like I'm wrong, but I might be. I agree that it was a pretty stupid thing to do, just because it was a stupid thing to do. I don't disagree with the placement of it at all. You can't say he should have done it for a big show because these were the big shows. And it's not, well, we're going to get a spot, a big spot, four times a year. Wow. That's really going to put butts in seats. You, you can't say that anymore about TNA. They should do these big spots, any show, because what they depend on more is ratings rather than buys. They need the ratings. They need people saying... Hey, this guy took a pretty big bump. You should watch next week. Someone else might. Yeah. And it was a very stupid thing to do because he might have lost his back. But other than that, the placement was fine. Just don't be a crackhead, Hardy. When it's all said and done, I mean, their rating went up from like under a million to 1.4. And people who saw that might, you know, more of them, of course being a high rating, they're going to tune in probably next week because of the craziness of that match. And the qual- well, almost all of the matches, the quality were of, of them were, were pretty pretty solid. And I, I would expect, from what I've heard, because I haven't read the spoilers and I choose not to. But I've but, only but, read the one big one about Dixie, but that's it. But that's yeah, because I know, everyone's I know the, talking I know, about it. I know about the Dixie thing, but other than that, yeah, I'm like, I think from what what they they've been saying is they just keep getting better and it's it's yeah apparently this first taping was actually the worst and it's only going to get better from here on so like I, I i if i had to you know create 
any wrestling promotion shows I saw, I did not see ROH, so I can't comment on them, and I'm not going to hate on them because of lights. That's Joe's job. Um, but we can't see the building. Can't the see building the support the lights. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how the lights look lately. I, I I probably should take some time this afternoon. I do have them on my DVR. But I I think I think TNA was w- without question the the better program this week and and honestly for the last month I think they've been overall better. I, yeah, I it really took quite a turn after Slammiversary. That was like the turning point. <laughs> Oddly enough, eh? But sure. <laughs> it was after that that they they focused more on the in ring stuff and they had less of this weird shit going on. That's right, and they haven't been trying to like cram like eight million things into two hours. They've kind of like, slowed down and let things breathe a little bit. I mean, yeah, you know, you could say, oh, there's the Sam Shaw stuff and all that, but there really isn't that much of that stuff. And even Sam Shaw hasn't been that bad. It's not like fucking uh, selling like twisted tea or some shit. <laughs> and fucking uh, Damien Sandow and his roller skates and shit like that. <sighs> Someone's been fucking Damien Sandow in roller skates. Yeah, he was. What was he selling? What, what's that fast food chain? Um, Sonic. 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 Yeah, the Hedgehog. They once delivered a pizza to Jerry Lawler not long after his heart attack. It was burgers, wasn't it? Oh, it was burgers. Yeah. yeah Domino's they, delivered they the pizza. Delivered pizza to him before, though. I think Domino's were... delivered the pizza to him. And then didn't yeah, the fans steal it or something? The other two guys were like pulling on a wiener. Yeah, 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 the fans stole the Domino's pizza on the pay-per-view. That's right. <laughs> and Santino, Santino stole the Subway sandwich from Jerry Lawler when Jared was on. All right. I stole your delicious Subway sandwich, Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about Santino being on is now Sandow's not going to get any fun. You know, I want to see him dress. I want to see him blackface and dress as Florida. Jeez. But we're not going to get that because that would be racist. <laughs> so very, very racist. <laughs> so, anything else interesting from this impact taping? Yeah, EC3 has now gone through a table. Oh. Yeah, Devon Dudley came back. Okay. It was interesting that they pulled out one table and the one they pulled out had his name on it. It's as if they knew it was there. Probably for the best. It would have been awkward if it was the uh, Lashley one. <laughs> now, now, what is that joke? Did he spell Lashley wrong on a table or something? Because I didn't notice if he did. We'll have to see if that one has a spelling mistake when they pull it out finally. <laughs> Especially, actually, that's another interesting element. Is uh, I guess Bobby Lashley's got a Bellator match coming up. He's signed on to fight somebody I've never heard of. I can't really comment on the fighter. I uh, think they have an eight to seven record. It's uh, is it October that he's fighting? Uh, not sure when it, the fight actually is. I'll try and find out. So Lashley will definitely still be on Spike TV regardless of what happens here. Although I, I think if, if these tapings are as successful as they have been, I think they're in the summer of all periods of time, mind you, which is even more significant, the ratings drop. Because people are traditionally out, right? Or doing other things. 
I think I think it's almost safe to say at this point that they will get renewed. Um, I mean, I'll wait until the official announcement before I totally believe that. But uh, oh fuck, Wikipedia just spoiled TNA for me. But yeah, oh well. Well, w- Wikipedia was canceled because of the raw review. <laughs> well, <laughs> sp- speaking of the raw review. Gee, why don't you, uh, He's scheduled to make his promotional debut against Josh Burns on September the 5th. September? Oh, wow, it's even closer. Gee, why, why don't you uh, introduce your break song here? All right. Well, I, I have a list of songs, and I, I was you know kind of thinking of going into the archive, and then something motivated me to change and, and improvise a little bit here. Um... I had two. Yep. But since George isn't around, uh, I put the left turn link in there for George. And so we were talking about the song we were trying to remember last week on SAP. But the break song is Hooray for Me by Mr. Brett. Bad Religion from Stranger Than Fiction. Great album, great song. Can you tell me? Can you imagine for a second doing anything you don't have to? Well, that's what I'm accustomed to. So hooray for me and fuck you. <laughs> Go to work with the raw review this week, Joe. <laughs> I kid. Or do I? Dun, dun, dun. Bad religion. <laughs> Poor wrestling fan radio. <laughs>
Ah, nothing like a little bad religion on board wrestling fan radio. And there is that Demas rocks. <laughs> there, Not Saint Demas High School High School Football rocks. Uh, there is a WWE pay per view tonight, despite the fact that G thinks everything was canceled because there was no Raw review. I was canceled. Yes, you were. So, we couldn't get anybody, like, I was trying to get people on the show, and I never heard back from anybody that I contacted, and so it's just the four of us, and I guess Maven fans picks. Yeah. For what, Battlefield? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we'll start at the bottom, like we always do, which is the Battleground pre-show, and we've got Naomi versus Cameron. Mark, start us off. Anyone care? <laughs> uh, the one that can actually wrestle, that's the one that's going to win. <laughs> JT. <laughs> okay. Well, Maven fan picks Nikki Caroline Cena. Joe Cena's wife beats Joe Cena. <laughs> Yeah, she's got to bring my wife's name into the show. That's nice. Anyway. <laughs> uh, gee. Hmm. The joke's on you because Nikki Bella's middle name is Caroline. <laughs> Oksana's not in this match, right? No. And, um... Huh. Well, that's unfortunate. I... I don't know. I guess it's something to do with Total Divas, I'm sure. So, I think... Cameron is the blonde one and she seems to be getting the most attention because she's the worst wrestler but she's got blonde hair and shit so I guess I'll go with her now, I I completely forgot that Bree's full name was Brianna and yes. she's the one that married Brian so it's Brian and Brianna it's too close she should change her name to Brian <laughs> no, Brian and Brian Danielson. Uh, well, my wife. Uh, my... Change her name to Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife tells me that they go together at, by the name Braniel. Oh, God. No. <laughs> yeah. Braniel. That, that is like the stupid. See, this is why it sucks over here in America because we, we do stupid shit yeah, like this. There is a good one. There is a good one. For anyone who's read or seen the Hunger Games, their technical name would either be Cat P or Penis. Because it's Katniss <laughs> and Peter. Jesus. So it would be Cat P or Penis. Cock <laughs> Talk. Hmm. Every Sunday. And Cat Talk. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Gee. Well, we didn't hear your picture. Oh, that's right. I didn't make a pick. Uh, first, I don't do a Raw review. Then I don't pick the Divas match. I don't fucking care. Cancelled. It's cancelled. <laughs> it's not even on the fucking pay-per-view. Who cares? Future endeavored. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the other one. Fucking Naomi. The one that can actually fucking wrestle, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Gee. Uh, I really want this match to happen so it won't because wrestling hates me and God hates wrestling fans barks 
So it's got to be cane interference bullshit, and somehow the that type of crap is going to cost Dean Ambrose the win. As long as it's a nice long match, they get a wrestle. I don't care if that's the outcome, but I think it's going to be Rowan's. Nefarious means will will prevail. JT. Um, a B C D E F G. Um, Seth Rollins, I guess. Okay. And Maven Maven fans' pick is BWF Indie Wrestler of 2014 winner, Mister Marvelous Melvin Maximus beats Billy Gunn for the Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> All right then, Mark. It took me far too long to realize we haven't had the 2014 award. <laughs> um, what do you think? But All right, yeah, Max yeah, is marvelous, but, though. <laughs> yes, I will also say that uh, Mr. Rollins will go over in this match. Seth wins, but fucked finish. Woo! Yeah. Rusev versus Jack Swagger. Mark. Um, Swagger's going to win because apparently they want to cancel this angle now. <laughs> All right, JT. America! <laughs> and um, Maven fan picks JBL and Ron Simmons are playing cards backstage. <laughs> JBL is winning and JT is knocked out on the floor <laughs> covered in red paint. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Gee. Yeah, I've heard the rumors about the whole Malaysia thing and, and, this, and I don't even want to talk too much about it or make fun of them, what happened to the plane, but... I wouldn't be shocked if it is a swagger win and a cancel, but I'm going to go with um, momentum and think that the WWE has grown up a little bit and can just take Putin out of the angle and move on. So I'm going to go with Rusev here, even though some people might think that's tasteless. I just don't think that it has to be connected to a character. This is not... <sighs> is this no, I don't this think is not Muhammad Hussan, okay? No, it's it's certainly not Muhammad Hassan, but I think you turn Jack Swagger face, right? And you haven't had him really wrestle a match since then. And he's actually over in this angle. Like, the fans are behind him in this angle. And I don't... Even, even you know, Malaysia aside, I, I think uh, I would have picked Swagger anyway. Even though I know they're trying to like push Rusev as like unstoppable, but what's the point of turning Jack Swagger, getting all this fan support behind him, and then all of a sudden like, oh, nope, sorry guy, you're not winning this match. There goes there goes any semblance of a push you might have had. And wouldn't that be the same thing to do to Rusev if he just lost? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I suppose you're right. This. It's kind of a no-win scenario. I suppose you're right. I think maybe a non-finish would be the better idea. Yeah, actually, I agree with you. I think a non-finish would be the best. That way they don't have any... If, if there's any kind of political backlash over something like that, if that's actually a thing, and I don't... I don't honestly think it is, I've, but I've read people in a couple of spots here and there that have been making it into that because of the tragic you know, shooting down of the plane, and that sucks, man, and I'm not going to make any fucking jokes about that. I'll be deadly serious here. That really fucking sucks. And Well, I had a... 
I had a friend that was over there, and I I'm friends with him and his girlfriend on Facebook, and she was like worried because she thought he was on he, he she thought he might have been on that plane. It's hard not to be, man. My you know my my dad was on a plane on the evening of nine eleven, uh, flying out of L A. and yeah. apparently they were in shutdown mode after he took off, and that was fucked fucking that's the type of those types oh, of sure. situations you can't make a joke about no absolutely not i i but i i don't i don't see this as connected to wrestling i realize the putin joke is in the gimmick or whatever they can easily drop it it's never been the focal point it's been like one punchline out of the whole premise of the character yeah, it doesn't if, if you want to say it's not connected i have three words for you Santa race war. People attached racialness to good Santa versus bad Santa because one of them was black and one of them was white. Any but, they will connect to anything. But the good Santa was the black one. <laughs> How are you gonna I, call I that can, racist? I can see I can see them dropping it. Rather than just taking Putin out of the stuff, I can see them just dropping it entirely. I haven't seen any major media backlash about this at all, though. I remember when the, the Muhammad Hassan thing happened, it was like, it was making networks and shit. It yeah. was getting well, like yeah, actual yeah. headlines. I haven't read an actual news headline. I've just seen internet fans complaining. Yeah. So I don't know how big this really is. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you, Mark. Yeah, the, the internet fans, they complain about Black Santa, White Santa, and all that. But that never made headlines either, though. That's just fucking the internet wrestling fan community complaining and shit like we do, and I'm just as guilty of that as anyone else. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I, I was just running down Joe about the raw review for the last hour. Exactly, a was... Mexican <laughs> ran over Santa, the fucking bastard. But but and I it was a week after his actual, face like, turn. Connection to the major news sources and outlets. This is I, not I, like I get exactly any, what you're saying, though. Like I, I understand that you're not seeing a lot of like backlash about this, but you know, if they came out tonight, and, but you're absolutely right, though. They could just entirely drop this whole, you know, uh, Vladimir Putin thing, and just go on with the character as is. You know, m minus that one little tiny I nuance. Mean, she, she just has to say Russia's better. She doesn't have to say Putin's better than Obama. She just has to say Russia's better than the U.S. Yeah. Which which makes them heels and and don't think that just because the Muhammad Hassan thing, you know, happened and, and everybody got all up in arms about it and that was a matter of timing too because that episode of SmackDown where where he was carried out or Davari was carried out like a suicide bomber or or whatever the case was that aired the same night as the London bombings. Yep. You know what I mean? And they they yep. didn't have time to edit it out and they just threw a little disclaimer up or something, but. You know, that's understandable why that would get a huge backlash. Now, this guy's going to come out and, you know, he's a he's a character in wrestling, and characters in wrestling push the envelope sometimes, and we have to look no further back than WrestleMania 7. Look at Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter's out there saying Saddam Hussein is the greatest, and I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on his side, and uh, screw America, and... He was getting death threats and shit. You know what I mean? But there wasn't there wasn't like a huge, you know, media backlash. It's like, oh, the American guy is going to beat him. <laughs> the American guy is going to beat him anyway because it's a story. And I think that's what we can expect here. And I don't necessarily think that you know, I I really don't think it's going to 
affect it much, if at all. Like you said, maybe they'll just drop the Putin thing. But I guess we'll see tonight. Yeah, let's just move on. Let's go back to something we can take the piss out of. <laughs> what? Chris Jericho and Bray Wyatt? Damn it. <laughs> Next match on the card, Chris Jericho and Bray Wyatt. Gee. Uh, shit. I, 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 th- I really do think these guys are probably going to be trading wins back and forth. Um, Jericho supposedly is in for the short run. The big question is who trades what first. I've been on the fence about this one for a bit. I think the better move is to have Bray win tonight, but I don't know. I might flip flop on that by the end of, before the, even the end of the show, to be honest with you. Okay, JT. Um, buy the new Fozzy album this Tuesday. Um, yeah, uh, Bray Wyatt wins, and Maven fan picks. From the deep depths of hell, a.k.a. the Board of Hockey Fan Studios, we get a match between Mark Noyce and Chris Cooley. If Mark Noyce wins, he will come back alive. If Chris wins, he gets another match on pay-per-view. Mark Noyce wins. (laughs) All right, Mark. Um, Well, I guess you... Well, Bray Wyatt can win. You know, have Jericho say he's just out of practice, or you have... Harper and Rowan do a lot of interference without getting an official disqualification caused. You can have Jericho lose without making it look too bad. But they they do have to trade wins, I think. But Bray wins the first one. You know, as I'm sitting here, I'm starting to realize that I'm missing one of my Chris Jericho action figures. (laughs) It just dawned on me, because I have the Bray Wyatt one on the desk here. And I have a Chris Jericho one right above it. But I had another one, and I don't know where it is. And I completely forgot about it until right now. Not that that has any relevance whatsoever on anything we're talking about. Uh, but uh, It's at the Wyatt compound. It's at the, it might be at the Wyatt compound. You might be no, it's on tour. <laughs> yeah, it's on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly think it's buried behind Stone Cold over there. I just can't see it. I think that's the Stone problem. Cold buried Jericho? <laughs> uh uh, I've got a, I've got like so many action figures. I barely oh, you got room for here, them. folks. A fourteen-year-old story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, I think Jericho is perfectly fine coming in, doing the job, and getting a guy like Bray Wyatt over. Remember, he came in and he lost to Fondango in the first match they had with Fondango. God. <laughs> And then he had a feud with Ziggler where he lost to Ziggler a bunch of times. Remember how big Fandango was back then? Yeah, and it's all Joe's fault. Thank God they've canceled that. <laughs> George will tell you all about how big Fandango was. <laughs> Calls him Mandingo. Hell, I got, I'll probably have to hear about that tonight. Because George is coming after the after the podcast. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Bray Wyatt's going to take this one. Speaking of Fandango, he's in the Intercontinental Championship Battle Royal with Sheamus, Cesaro, RVD, Damian Sandow. I'll get to that in a second. The Great Kali, Ryback, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas, Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, Big E, Fandango, Alberto Del Rio, and To Be Determined. 
And the note I have here says that both Adam Rose and Damian Sandow have been pulled from the Intercontinental Title Battle Royal. Now, that being said, we've seen this happen before where there's a big battle royal and then we hear like, oh, these guys aren't in it anymore. And then all of a sudden they're in it. So I'm not. I'm on it, so I, I wouldn't doubt if they actually were in it. Uh, but uh, we got to pick a winner here, so I'll start with you, Mark. Um, either Zack Ryder or Del Rio. But Del Rio is actually the more likely win. Zack Ryder. Yeah, I <laughs> just said Zack like Ryder. Zach, he, he sat on the sidelines long enough, it's time for his push. Okay, sure, we'll go with that. JT. I like this to be determined. I think that that that's a that's a good pick to be determined. Yeah, I think he's Vacant's brother. <laughs> yeah, and um, Maven fan says Chris from Booker T's wins the IT IC title after he throws Adrian <laughs> after he limits Adrian from Booker T's. <laughs> All right, G. I have absolutely no fucking idea. <laughs> I, I, I I'm looking at all the geeks in this match, in the picture here, and uh, none of them look like they're gonna win. Although Bo's smile makes me want to believe. So, just for fun, I'm gonna be a believer. Believer. He's gonna believe. I believe that Vacant is getting screwed over here. Vacant. I want Vacant to win. I'm so good. I, I would love for Vacant to win, but if I have the choice of these guys, I'm really torn as to whom I think might win this match. And my my choices come down to Sheamus and Cesaro. Sheamus, because I know they want to unify the titles. And because Sheamus is the United States champion, they can do that. However, I think they'd want to make a bigger deal out of it. And I think that Cesaro would would be an ideal Intercontinental champion just so he has something to do before they are good with Roman Reigns and ready to elevate Cesaro. So if, uh, if I'm going to make a guess, I'm going to go with Cesaro. And then further down the line, right before you give Cesaro that main event push, you have him feud with Sheamus, and the titles unify. At September Slam. September Slam. <laughs> Super Slam. Guys, remember that bit? <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's great. I might watch that after I finish the show today. <laughs> Diva's title match. AJ Lee defends against page G uh, I guess it's AJ JT um, AJ and um, Dixie Carver- Carter picks AJ Styles to retain the AWA Divas title <laughs> <laughs> Mark um, AJ Punk's going to be a surprise and run in he's going to GTS page I will also go with AJ because what the hell have they done to build this up? Paige was keeping the damn belt warm for AJ while she was on her little hiatus. That's all. Two out of three falls. 
WWE Tag Team Title Match. The Usos defending against Eric Rowan and Luke Harper of the Wyatt Family. Mark. Um, the, I think the Wyatts are ultimately going to win this, but the Usos are going to get the first win. It'd be nice for once for a three out of for a best of three match to end after two falls, but it know. happens occasionally. It's it's very very rare, but it happens. JT, um, I'll go with Usos. And okay, oh yeah, Usos. So be, because when you say Us, JT says <laughs> JT not says watching. nothing. <laughs> JT fan, says nothing. Maven fan says, Fat Jim Hardy and even fatter Mike Hardy. The Hardy boys beat the Nasty boys. Sam and Shaw keep to keep the titles. <laughs> Alrighty then, G. I think the uh, the Usos have won like 8 million matches in a row against the Wyatts. So I gotta go with the Wyatts on this one. The Wyatts have won all the non-title matches, and the Usos have won all the title matches. I think it's only a matter of time before, if they're going to keep this feud going, the Wyatt family actually wins the damn titles. So, what the hell? Pull the damn trigger. Give them the freaking belts already. You've had them win so many damn non-title matches against the Usos, and now you're going to just... Oh, but they can't win the big one! Yeah, I gotta go go with the Wyatts. And they're terrible, terrible music that does not fit their personalities whatsoever. The WWE title match pits John Cena, the champion, versus Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, and Kane. What's best for business, G? Uh, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so it's Cena. Okay. JT. Uh, S- Cena wins, LOL. And Maven fan... <laughs> Picks George versus Vladimir Kozlov versus G versus <laughs> Alice Radley ends after George hits the finger poke of doom on Kozlov. This leads to a George heel turn after the match. George cuts a pro Russia pro- promo <laughs> and forms the Russian World Order with Kozlov as G. <laughs> okay, Mark. Ah. Yes, Cena wins. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind that John Cena's holding that belt for Brock Lesnar. On Super Slam! Oh, it's going to turn out Plan C was Cena, and he was Paul Heyman's idea all along. Just keeping on Cena. (laughs) Uh, That would be nice. (laughs) It would be. No, you get... If you turn John Cena heel, give him Paul Heyman as a manager. If anybody can get John Cena over as a heel... That would be the guy. You just you just have him. You can't see me to a disabled four year old. Yeah, that's true. Just just send him on a make a wish, and then just say to the kid, "Hey, can we do this?" As a bit of a heel turn, rather, and then just air that. Yeah. Just seeing him mocking a cancer ridden four year old. Didn't that happen? Like he did that to a blind kid, or was that kayfabe news? <laughs> <laughs> that has to be kayfabe. Oh, it has to be. It has to be, right? I mean, it's, uh, that's, that's, apparently, Jim Ross did fall for the one that said Wade Barrett gave bad news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, and he's like, oh, I hope this isn't true. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's kayfabe news. Wade Barrett make a wish. And <laughs> 
Kayfabe News. Paul uh, Paul Bearer hated Kayfabe News. He absolutely hated Kayfabe News, and I don't know why. <laughs> they're just having fun, man. They're joking around. They're they're you know it's a parody. <laughs> of course, it's all of it could be true news. You could expect some of it to actually happen at some point. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wade Barrett would not deliver bad news to, to a Make-A-Wish kid. Well, okay. It could happen, but it probably <laughs> wouldn't. It's improbable wrestling news. Although I bet Cena would five local shop for you. <laughs> uh, so oh, that would be great. I, I don't know if that was kayfabe news or if he like really accidentally... like. <laughs> Did that to a fucking blind kid? I can believe he might have done it by accident. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't think he would do it on purpose. <laughs> or just done it and then said to the blind kid, "That that's what I do. I did it anyway, even though you're blind." That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that damn double C was killed here. It was killed on the way here. Uh, otherwise, we'd talk about boardhockeyfan.com. Which he's the only guy that ever writes there. <laughs> uh, the Sheik says. And the Iron Sheik says. The Monday fuckface. Hashtag pretzel love songs. Break your fucking neck like, like a jabroni pretzel. Fuck the Monday, you dumb son of a bitch. The Tuesday. The today is the national be a dark day, but for the Justin Bieber today, national eat shit and forever day. Wednesday. Iron Cheek win SB for Go Fuck Yourself, Jabroni. Thursday. P.S. I love you and Go Fuck Yourself. Fuck, fuck, I am a fucking legend. Malaysia, I break your fucking Malaysia airline fucking neck, you dumb raisin ball son of a bitch, you break my fucking heart. Friday. Respect the Rampage Jackson. He come to my show last night. He know in my day I could beat the fuck out of him, break his fucking back. <laughs> Saturday. Saturday, new name, cold beer day, and work, go fuck yourself forever, you drony piece of shit day. <laughs> and this morning. Or- orange is the new black, same as go fuck yourself, the new hello. And finally, <laughs> good, good night, go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, go fuck yourself is how he says hello. Yep. Well, we've got uh, our wrestling news, of course, uh, provided by our great sources for wrestling news, CheapHeat.com and AngryMarks.com. Shout, of course, to Alice at RWRPodcast.com. Check out Booker T's at Booker T's on Twitter. They've got some great products available now, and you want them to have great products available in the future, so you will go buy the current product uh, gee, you shared this with me the other day, and this guy is just amazing. And I, I don't necessarily know that we have time for this, but there's a guy out there, and he does songs in 20 different styles. And and the first one he did was Katy Perry's Dark Horse. And he did it in 20 different genres, uh, from Sync to Metallica to Michael Jackson to Voice to Men to Slipknot to the Red Hot Chili Peppers to Frank Sinatra and much more. And he's got a couple of other songs up at uh, his website, which uh, I believe is 10secondsongs.com, if I'm not mistaken. Let me uh, verify that before I go and tell everybody to visit that site. 
Yes, 10secondsongs.com. Check out those videos there. That guy's awesome. And thank you for sharing that with me, G. Word. CM Punk tweaks the internet. Quote, starting a band, a podcast, and a fire. One of those is true. Okay, two. (laughs) To abandon a fire. Yes, I'm sure. CM Punk has been moved to the alumni section of WWE.com. This caused hashtag thank you Punk to start trending on Twitter. Punk responded, nope, thank you. Thanks for all the help and support over the years. Health and happiness above all. Don't ever take shit from anybody. Bye-bye. Return confirmed. WWE Network wants to be up to 850,000 subscribers by the end of this (laughs) month and 1 million by the end of the year to break even. They need to to be up to a combined 1.4 million when they expand international subscribers. And to be successful, they need 2 million. Well, that's not going to be successful. Probably not. (laughs) Squash match! The WWE road crew is dead tired and exhausted now that budget cuts have taken away the bus that used to run them from town to town, and some are reportedly looking for other work. Another $20 million in budget cuts is expected. Yeah, they they were also reported to have had to swim to and from Japan on the WWE tour there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, WWE stock is up again on Thursday on rumors of a potential buyout, but let, let, let let me... back this up here and tell you what this potential buyout is this potential buyout the wwe stock is supposedly up because of is fox trying to buy time warner i don't understand how that affects wwe stock whatsoever does anybody have an answer for me on that how how is that causing the wwe stock to rise Apparently, one company getting bought out means another one might. I guess. <laughs> JT I just believe it's because of drugs. JT sent me an image of Bo Jackson and says, "Oh, Lever." <laughs> you should all got it. I sent all. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It came, in the, came in the Skype. I, I was thinking. I, I can't believe. I can't believe nobody's created that. Yeah, I just made it like right now. <laughs> Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, we've talked about this already, has been released from his WWE contract due to budget cuts. He had been working as a coach in NXT and in talent relations with Triple H. This Justin, Bill DeMott, Michael Hayes are still fucking employed. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Yep. And Kevin. Hey, let's go train naked. I want to put a jelly donut up my ass and show you my personal stink face. <laughs> and by the recovering alcoholic, some booze. Yes. Good times. Good times. After Democracy. Raw. <laughs> after Raw, John Cena handed one of the two titles that make up the United WWE World Heavyweight Championship to Ric Flair and told him to keep it. And Flair left with it. Uh, WWE may be going to just one world title belt. WWE's profile for Cena as champion now only pictures the WWE title. I heard actually that, uh, and I don't know if this made the news, but I actually heard that Ric Flair did give them back the belt at the end of the like af- at the end of the night before he left the building. Well, they weren't going to let him well, literally keep it. Well, no. Well, well I was going to say I was going to say he needed to make his 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 rent payment, so <laughs> he sold it back to WWE. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Bray Wyatt earned was a lot. Well, just quickly, was there anyone else scared for Renee? <laughs> he looked like he was about to jump her at any second. Woo! <laughs> 
That's Ric Flair for know. you. Uh, Bray Wyatt earned a lot of respect for how he handled himself backstage this week after being busted open and getting a black eye from a hard shot by Ric Flair. He was said to be lighthearted and even joking about it as he was getting fixed up by medical personnel. Uh, speaking of Bray, Wyatt says getting busted open by Ric Flair was an honor. I took it as an honor, man. Madison Square Garden, Ric Flair, John Cena. At the end of a long, long, long war, a little bruise is not so bad. I'm used to having stitches and things all over my body, so I didn't even know I was bleeding. I thought I was blind. And then Ric Flair jumped him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's an interesting story that came out this week. Even though Vince Russo has apparently denied working as a consultant, or has repeatedly denied working as a consultant for TNA, uh, he apparently uh, carbon copied Mike Johnson from PWI by mistake that contained uh, an email to Mike Johnson by mistake that contained instructions and advice from Russo to Mike Tanantaz on how certain segments of a TNA TV episode should be handled. Russo promptly claimed it's a work. Wow, it's just amazing to see that anybody will still print anything as truth without checking into it. Nice to see the swerve still works. Of course, after he denied that he was working as a consultant for TNA after he accidentally carbon copied that email to a wrestling website, uh, Vince Russo has done an about-face. And this is a press release, statement concerning my involvement with TNA. Recently, I accidentally sent an email to a third party that was not meant for their eyes. and The email concerned my current involvement with TNA Wrestling. TNA rendered my services as a consultant to work with their announced team of Mike Tanay and Taz. The condition from their side was that I kept it confidential between the two parties. As their employee, it was up to me to honor their wishes, so that's what I intended to do. My integrity means everything to me, so I just hope you can understand and forgive. Peace. Except you don't accidentally CC someone. You just don't. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. It's incredibly difficult to do unless you're a fucking retard. Yeah, it is Vince Russo. <laughs> True. Or, yeah. or you do it because you want the news to come out. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it's it's not an accident. It can't be. He must have just wanted the news to be out. Maybe another another interesting thing about it is that he says he's just talking to the announcers only. After he just lied to everybody, and then now I'm telling the truth, and this is all I'm doing. How, how do you take anything as truth now, right? I mean, yeah. he maybe he he isn't working for them all at all. Although he is technically, from what I understand, still on the payroll. So I, I lean towards he is working for them, but I don't know if it's just where the announcers. And to be honest with you, you know what? If he is, uh, he might actually be booking things well and influencing things well right now. Even if he's not the head booker, he might be giving them valid, good criticism because TNA's actually been good. So I'm kind of like, I, I find it, the story hilarious just as much as you, I think. Um, but if this is legit, leg, legitimate that he is in, in, in some sort of communication it can't be hurting the product even if they're just doing the opposite of what he tells them to do right <laughs> I mean that's my pot shot obviously but yeah, yeah. the show's good right now is doing way better than they have been uh, you know over the past year so it's kind of one of those fucking head scratchers where you're yeah. like Okay, this guy's full of shit, but at the same time, if 
if it's this is all legit, then okay, good, good. Don't don't fucking fuck it up, TNA. Don't TNA yourselves, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't know. That's my two cents on that one. I just ah, oh. weird weird times we live in, folks. Well, speaking of TNA, and uh, also going back to speaking about money, both TNA and Ring of Honor may turn down running New York in the future because both the Manhattan Center and the Hammerstein Ballroom have had their rent raised to the point that it's now almost impossible to run a wrestling show there and break even, let alone profit. However, TNA has announced that they'll tape Hardcore Justice on August 5th this year at the Manhattan Center Ballroom. So they've either locked it in at a lower price or they're just crazy enough to pay the new higher rent. Gotta get that TV deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kurt Angle on a WWE return says, Without a doubt, it's hard in the business right now. You really want security? Not that I'm hurting financially. TNA has treated me well, but nobody is allowed to talk. I can't approach WWE right now, not under my contract. I believe there was a lawsuit a couple of years ago. I can't really go there and meet with Vince or Triple H or Stephanie. It's almost like if I wait out my contract and talk to them then, do I know that they are interested? They haven't really gotten. Uh, they haven't really told me. Uh, can I call somebody to ask somebody? I'm not going to get a complete 100% answer. So are they interested? If they are, how do I find out? I don't know. Do I sign with TNA? I could sign tomorrow. <coughs> I, I think. I think some. I think someone hacked Kurt Angle. No, you know what? I I don't think so. No, because this is from the. Uh, this no, is I from, mean it. It's like, the kind of like, drunken ramblings he'd do on Twitter and then say, no, someone hacked me. I wasn't drunk. So, so somebody hacked like the actual Kurt Angle? Like yeah, he's, a, making, he's a well, cyborg and they rewired him? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get you. So, uh, so you're saying that they, they actually hacked into his brain when he appeared yeah, he, on Jim Ross's podcast? or well, like Somebody like inhabited his body like a poltergeist or some shit? No, no. Someone just hacked his robotic brain and told him what to say. Yeah, G, pay attention. Freaking, uh, with a broken freaking neck? <laughs> uh, well. But yeah, that, that just sounds like drunken and Well, no, you, you will recall that there was a lawsuit a few years ago. There was, uh, what happened was um, somebody uh, was, somebody, you know, a behind-the-scenes guy was trying to get a job with WWE uh, and, and worked for TNA. And he brought along a, a flash drive with all of the details of all of the contracts of TNA. And he tried to give it to John Laurinaitis. And John Laurinaitis immediately said, Hey, listen, we got this drive here. We don't want it. We don't. We haven't looked at it. We're going to get rid of it. You know, should we just send it back to you? What should we do? And they said, We'll see you in court. <laughs> and TNA, yes, indeed, took WWE to court over this. And uh, I don't... You know, I I think it, it, I remember that, but I don't remember the result. I don't recall the result either, but I do know that it it did prevent certain uh, certain people from being able to discuss uh, with WWE not uh, not as a result of the lawsuit, but because WWE was just like, no, we're we're not even. Yeah, that was around like, the time Matt Morgan left. Yeah, Matt Matt Morgan was him. one of them. Uh, Matt Morgan, and I think Ric Flair had it was part of that too. Yeah, um, it stopped Ric Flair coming back too because. They said they could hire him, but they didn't want to until after the lawsuit went away. Right, and, and so that that actually, uh, you know, that that actually makes some sense. So I could understand why WWE wouldn't talk to Kurt Angle right now if he's under contract with TNA. They don't want the hassle. 
basically. But former TNA star Rosita, Thea Trinidad, is being considered for the new Tough Enough if it ever gets underway. Here's a, here's, here's a very interesting story. T- and all I've got here in the notes is TNA is not happy that Wrestle 1 spoiled the fact that Sonata lost the X Division title to Austin Aries before it aired on TV. Now, here's what happened. Is TNA basically told Wrestle 1, you can have the match between Muda and Sonata for the for the uh, TNA X Division Championship because by the time you have the match, it won't air here. It won't have aired here in the states. However, the spoilers got out, got back to Japan, and Wrestle One had to say, "Okay, well, you know, he lost the belt, and this is like exhibition or some shit like that. You know, something stupid like that, right?" So basically, because it got spoiled on the internet and got back to the people of Japan, they thought it would have been phony if if Muda was wrestling for a title that Sonata didn't even have. And therefore, they announced that Sonata lost the title to Austin Aries and therefore wasn't the X Division champion going to the match with Great Muda. And that's what TNA's pissed about. (laughs) Oh, wait. So Muda... And Tanada had a match recently, and it was supposed to be the X Division title. But after the tapings, where he lost the got, title, yeah, it got to Japan that he lost at the tapings. Right. But TNA's reasoning was that the match that happens in Japan would happen before Sonata technically lost the title. Right. Okay, I, I get it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, and that happens all the time where you'll you'll have a house show where a guy's not the champion but he because he lost it at a TV taping but the taping hasn't aired so he's still the champion well that happened with the wolves as well or something where they yeah I can't remember but they yeah, lost yeah, 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 yeah. we've got echo robot JT I can understand what he's saying though Someone's hacked JT's mic. <laughs> I can un- the thing is, I can understand what he's saying. Uh, okay. Fuck. I'm sick of this shit. I could understand what you were saying, though, so it's a lot better than it was the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Am I still Robo? No, you're good. <laughs> okay, I'm plugged and plugged back in. Um, no, it was um, the, the Russian guys beat red dragon and then off the off the clock then then i think they've done it a couple times in our race i think i know the um yeah roh were notorious for taping months in advance and then they they, they, they were changed they did they, they change them off 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 tv them like two or three times yeah i'm sorry <laughs> they had a uh one of the early like nxt tapings where Cesaro was the United States champion and he was on NXT defending the title but the week before he actually lost the title on uh, Raw or SmackDown and therefore happened on main event as well or something where someone had a title they didn't actually have at that point well they wound up having they wound up just airing the match and running a crawl across the bottom of the screen that says this match was taped two weeks ago or something you know (laughs) Before this match was taped, before Cesaro lost the title to, uh, you know, I think it was Santino or some stupid shit like that, you know. So here's interesting news Ring of Honor and Marvel Comics met yesterday about potential crossover collaboration. 
That would be pretty sweet. That would be interesting. Iron Man is the next ROH champion. Now would they let him compete in the suit or would it be classed as a weapon? Huh? The suit, the Iron Man suit. No, they'd use they'd use him for um to to build that generator so they can have endless power and have four lights. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna he's gonna tear the uh, doors off of a cage that uh, some face painted guy is standing in. <laughs> uh, right, WCW. Well, that that in all honesty, that could be pretty interesting. <laughs> right. Uh, despite saying that they would no longer run or support iPay-per-view, Ustream has announced that they'll carry the entire New Japan G1 Climax. You could buy the entire thing for a hundred and ten dollars. Or the individual events for uh, prices that are listed on the website. Now, the $110 thing is only if you buy it by the end of today. Okay. It's, it's a pre-order bonus. All right. Yeah. You get like 12 pay-per-views for 110 bucks. That's actually not bad. That's cheaper yeah, than it's... the network. And the wrestling will be good. So, hey. Yes. <laughs> well, apparently the signing of Kenta doesn't just bolster the WWE roster. It also opened up NXT to be carried on the J Sports Network in Japan. So, our Japanese... Oh, it's the JT Sports Network. Right. <laughs> our Japanese yeah. friends will get to enjoy NXT like we do. Or they like can I do. see Kenta be buried. Yes, exactly. WWE stars were given the liberty of working Japanese-style wrestling matches while WWE was on tour of Jap- uh, Japan... Uh, one of the Cesaro versus Kofi Kingston matches was laid out like a classic bout between R- Ricky Chosu versus Shinya Hashimoto. Dean Ambrose was allowed to work like Terry Funk did in Japan, which he asked permission for in advance, and did it trademark Terry Funk spots in matches with Seth Rollins. We now got we got ripped off. Yeah, and they just have to let Ken to work Japanese style matches. Well. My absolute favorite wrestler, the Dwayne. <laughs> Bronx Simulator is a real game. Dwayne. The SP's he popped up at the SP's pre-show and talked about wrestling. Wow. When asked what happened if Roman Reigns called for a match, uh, Bill Simmons asked if he'd like to return now that he, his schedule is a bit more open. Rock said, absolutely. There's nothing like the connection with an audience. It's just a matter of finding the right opponent for a marquee match. Bill responded, so if Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns calls you out, you'll be down? That would never happen. Know why? Because he's my cousin. I'll just kick his ass at home. <laughs> we mentioned I enjoyed it. that. I, I, I uh, was watching the SBs when he showed up. I thought that was pretty funny, so... He actually talked about wrestling. I, I am genuinely surprised. I'm, I'm actually surprised that uh, Bill Simmons knew who uh, Roman Reigns was. Yes. Well, I, I'm genuinely and pleasantly surprised that Dwayne talked wrestling when he came back. But, of course, it was because the, he was asked a question about it. You know what I mean? If he wasn't asked a question about it, would he have mentioned Would wrestling have come up in, a, in an interview? Probably not. But who knows? Flo Rida, we mentioned this earlier. We're losing. We lost G for a second. He'll be back. Florida says he'll be in a skit or two, as well as performing live on next week's Raw. And fucking testing. We're waiting for G to come back. He'll be back in a second. We have this problem every now and then, where we lose a guy <laughs> for a minute. Uh, 
Okay, I guess we'll just move on. If you got the feeling that Cesaro has been put on the back burner after multiple losses on Raw and the lack of Heyman in his corner this week to boot, you're not mistaken. WWE has reportedly cooled on him to get further behind Roman Reigns in establishing him as a face, feeling they've got Cesaro in the pocket if they need a new top star later on. Which is a rumor that I've heard. Indeed, I think uh, they're they're basically want to push Roman Reigns, and then when, when he's set, oh, yeah, geez, computer froze. That's what happened. Anyway, that's what happens in Canada. Things freeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, basically, uh, so, you know, Cesaro, um, he'll get his push eventually. Just right now, that's not the time. Let's see what G wants to do here because I know he's. Uh, we might not get him back for the end of the show. Let's see. You going to make it back? Okay, so anyway, where are we here? For whatever reason, the WWE has quietly dropped the gimmick of Alicia Fox throwing tantrums. Because nobody gives a flying fuck. That was like the one interesting thing to fucking watch about the Divas division for a little while. I was like, oh shit, what's she going to do this week? And then it was just kind of, but then she kept doing the same shit every week. So it was kind of like, okay, sure. Well, God help us. The Miz and Sheamus are slated for a long-term feud. This week was the kickoff. The Miz is reportedly trying to emulate Andy Kaufman with his new persona. But, of course, everybody knows The Miz is no Andy Kaufman. Is he going to wrestle a woman this time? Maybe. (laughs) going to bring Maurice back. Well, Sting still says, despite the fact that we had the uh, little bumper on Raw for 2K14, Sting still says he hasn't signed a deal to wrestle uh, for WWE. That's plausible. I mean, Warrior started out as a deal with 2K. It became with the E. Yeah. My thing is is this. Everybody's, you know, okay, yeah, great. He's in the game. Everybody is so excited for him to come to WWE. It's like... No, for no. Nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety four. Yes, it would have been awesome. Two thousand four. Okay, yeah. It's two thousand fourteen. The guy's in his, what his mid fifties. No, no, it's not cool. He's gonna come into the WWE. This point in his career. I just don't see it. Okay. End of rant. Sorry. Okay. No That's problem. The- no problem. <laughs> no problem, sir. No problem. Uh, Santino Morello, we know he's got a neck injury. He's not. It's actually his third neck injury. He's no longer able to participate in the world of sports entertainment. And it is so bad, in fact, that he will need the same spinal fusion surgery that Steve Austin had. And, yeah, we could say Austin came back, and Austin was, you know, better than ever when he came back, but he didn't have that much left when he came back. He was, he was basically just about done when he came back you know he, he had his run and then he, his body wore down quickly uh, despite WWE saying they were going to be careful about older wrestlers taking bumps in light of what happened to Jerry the King Lawler and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Ric Flair took one for Nikki Bella at the house show in Wildwood New Jersey when she slapped him yeah but that was a shoot because he tried to jump 
maybe. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, that sounds like something. He, you know, he uh, he, he likes to overact everything. You know, he's always got to make uh, the fans think, oh yeah, you know. He was just admiring her boob job did, with did his he, hands. Did, did he? Did he? Did he fall over and you know fall flat face first under the under the cam under the ring? <laughs> I pushed the button and the thing's not playing. There it is. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, a slap doesn't sound that bad. It's not like that's going to give him a heart attack. Yeah, but I can see I can see Ric Flair getting getting slapped and doing the usual overselling, <laughs> and then having the heart attack. He'd bump on the ring, get up, and flop out of the top rope. <laughs> it'd be it'd be Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan all over again. Oh my God! That was the most <laughs> epic freaking match. Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam. If anybody listening has not seen that match... I mean, even I've gone back to watch that match just to see it. Oh my god, I watch that match every now and then just because it is the most epic match in pro wrestling history. Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam. Just YouTube it, WWE Network it, fucking Daily Motion or whatever the fuck that site is. Look at that, look it up on there. Find that fucking match and watch it. That match is just so amazing because of Shawn Michaels' sell job. <laughs> it's just so over the top. And this is the main event on a major pay-per-view. <laughs> and the story behind it, of course, was Shawn Michaels was supposed to win, and Hogan pulled some strings and said, No, brother, I'm going over. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, brother. I have it in my... I, when, when I created a wrestling way back in the day, brother, I, I made sure... <coughs> Sorry, I had a frog in my throat. Um... I had to put when I when I made it. I put it in the rules. I was always gonna go over, brother, unless I decided not to go over, brother. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Mark Henry on the WWE trying to nickname name him Silverback in 2007. A lot of people remember the Silverback thing. Honestly, I could not do it. I told them I can't do that. I got two little black kids at home. Basically, they were calling him a gorilla. <laughs> because he's big and black. Exactly. So, somebody did some math, huh, Mark? Yep, somebody else did the math. The network was mentioned a total of 17 times on Raw, which is just under six an hour or once every ten minutes. But seriously, anyone who complains about someone plugging something is someone who has never had to plug themselves. Now, <laughs> Go buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be in paperback. Yes, it is. Oh, I'm excellent! It. Um, what was he say? Oh, yeah. Does it, now is it, was the network mentioned the seventeen times? Was that including all the times Michael Cole said it, or does it is it was just seventeen times total? I saw a bunch in a couple of the promos I actually saw, which were John Cena promo and uh, the Miz promo, where they both plugged the network. So <laughs> yeah, and then Lola literally saying, "Don't bother with the free trial; just buy it." <laughs> yes, yes, he did say that. G's back. Yeah, my computer was being a mess. <laughs> oh, a wannabe Andy Kaufman? Apparently. But he's totally not. Oh. Fans agree. Uh, uh, fans, Andy Kaufman had talent. Yeah, fans agree with you, G. 
TNA was good this week. The show came in at 1.4 million viewers, the highest since April. Here's uh, interesting news. Summer Rae and Layla are apparently being teamed up as a new version of Lay Cool, and because, amazingly enough, the WWE are aware that the beautiful people are back in TNA. No word yet, as though... Uh, no word yet, though, as if they'll be called Summer Lay. <laughs> And they have legit kissed at the house shows now. Ha! Excellent. Lesbians. Excellent. HLA. HLA. <laughs> HLA. Uh, I'll never forget. I'll never forget when Stephanie McMahon went on the Howard Stern show to promote the pay- that pay per view, and she said HLA, and they had no clue what they were talking about. <laughs> Stephanie was like, "What? Are you having me on the program? You don't know what I'm talking about? What's on my program?" Please tell me the words hot lesbian action actually left her mouth. Yeah, she, yeah, she did say, yes. like, what's, they were like, what's HLA stand for? Uh, hot lesbian action. It was kind of like <laughs> one of those, wait, wait, you don't watch the, you, how, how do you not know it? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, our final news story today, Bray Wyatt talks about what inspires her character, it, uh, his character rather. It's a little long, but interesting. Uh, when we looked at ourselves, we never said we wanted to be the next this. We don't want to be the next that. We saw the Shield when they were coming up, and we were really angry that the Shield was coming up because as talented as those guys were, we were already a three-man group. We already existed. We were already battle-tested and ready to roll, and I think that's why our involvement with them was so special because of a real, a, a real affliction. As far as inspiration, I'm inspired by everything. I watch a homeless man walk down the street with a crazy little limp, and the next thing I know, I pick it up. And that's the thing, though. I don't sit down with a pen and a paper, and I don't say, hey, I'll walk out and I'll say this on Monday Night Raw. I feel it out there, you know, man. I start with a little point that I want to get across, and wherever my brain takes me is wherever I go in those promos. It's not something made up. The ideals are not made up, and everything is just real to me. Everything I say is so passionate. It's just so real, and it's and it's what I really think of the world, what I really think of society and heroes and all those people that have a lack of respect that I have a lack of respect for. It's all real images that pop up in my head in sequential order. Boom, 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 boom. And they just flow out of me as if it's not even me talking, but somebody as something else. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, to the rat. <laughs> T- TNA uh, just on Twitter. They have a big announcement about their big announcement. Of big course they do. Later today, hashtag TNA NYC, hashtag Impact on Spike, hashtag HLA. <laughs> what? <laughs> HLA, <laughs> HLA, HLA, HLA. <laughs> oh boy. Anybody have anything to add to this show? Well, hopefully it's them announcing a new TV deal. Ah, fuck yeah. It's about time. Yeah. Especially um, if they've taken the point to say impact on Spike. It sounds a bit big. <coughs> Who knows? Anybody? They might have announced one of the new tapings because they went back there, didn't they? In fact, they're going to be at the Manhattan Center for about the next five years. We'll see. Anybody with anything to add to this program before we go? Two plus two is four. (laughs) Yeah, well, what's third of 33% or 
Hey, 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 yo, hey, yo. Am I, am I still here? Am I, am I here in time for the for the predictions? No, no, JT Stallone, you you missed it. Damn it, you're late again. What the fuck? Uh, what do you think? I gotta look good. God damn it! I was I was looking forward to do all the predictions with you. You were gonna announce that you were gonna change the stipulations. You were gonna put all the winners of the matches and the Expendables movies from here on out. Turning the last one, the winner of the, the main event, the to, to the John Cena presents the Expendables. <laughs> oh boy! On that note, <laughs> uh, I actually did. I I actually I actually did plan on having to do it. I was going to do it, and then it was just for some reason we got to the predictions. I completely completely forgot my. <laughs> My my, so halfway through, I completely forgot. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, Board Wrestling Fan Radio airs every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on BWFRadio.com. This was episode 135. Where have you been for the last 134? You can get them all on iTunes, on Stitcher, uh, most of them on CheapHeat.com, but all of them at BoardWrestlingFan.com. I am at Think So Joe. George would have been at Punish78 had he showed up. Mark is at Mark underscore Noise. JT at Random Redhead. G is at G of the Internet. We are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Go give us a like. And we'll see you next week. For on location? Insert joke about Joe not doing the raw review here. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck everybody, buddy.